This podcast is brought to you by EcoChoice Heating and Cooling. Welcome Hawks fans to the Hawks Nest podcast for the Drysdale Football Netball Club. Episode 8 of the Hawks Nest podcast and the second Lady Hawks edition looks at the career of gun player Laura Taylor. Sarah talks to Laura about her Drysdale family connection with the club legend. She also talks about how she came to be a Lady Hawk. They had a chat about her experience with Geelong Football Club in the VFLW for a period of three years. Very insightful chat with one of the gun players of the Lady Hawks. So here we go. This is Sarah White interviewing Laura Taylor on the Hawks Nest podcast. Over to you. Hello everyone and welcome to the Hawks Nest podcast. Join us in welcoming Laura Taylor for our second Lady Hawks edition of the podcast. So Laura is actually from our leadership team, so it's really good to have her on today. So Laura, do you want to maybe tell us what position do you usually play on the field? Um, so generally I'm in the in the back line, mm-hmm. but uh, Stu threw me in a few different positions that I'm generally used to last year, so I played a little bit up forward and... Um, rotated through the mid with with Gabby if she needed a chop out so mm. but I was mainly I'd say I'm mainly a defender yeah. yeah so you became a little bit of an all-rounder last year <laughs> oh, I just did what I was told from Stuart so <laughs> yes yeah. so you've been playing for quite a while um so I started my senior senior football back in 2015 so mm-hmm. What's that? Five years now. Yeah. So a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where did you start off to begin with? Um, so I, I had one year of juniors. Mm-hmm. I was eighteen at the time, um, and I played for Newtown. And then um, a few years later, I joined up with North Geelong in mm-hmm. twenty fifteen. Um, played a couple of seasons there and then I um, played for Geelong VFL mm-hmm. for a few seasons and then also locally with with Drysdale as well so that was from 2017 onwards yeah hmm. would you say Drysdale's been your favorite oh absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I didn't bribe you to say that either. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, yeah, I've made lots of friends from from North Geelong mm-hmm. and also from Drysdale. I've got lots of good friends from both clubs. So, yeah. Yeah, that's <clears throat> the spirit. Do you want to maybe tell us a little bit about your personal sport moment from your from a few years ago? Was it a few years ago? So the curtain raiser? Oh, yes. Um, so... I can't remember what season it was. I think it was May. It would have been, yeah, it would have been 2018. So the Geelong women's VFL team played against Carlton at GMHBA Stadium and it was before the Geelong versus Carlton men's game who would play after us. Um, Anyway, it was just very memorable because um, it was a bit of a nail-biter. We ended up winning... Um, and it was special because 
there was quite a large crowd by the end of the game and just the atmosphere was unreal to be there. So that was probably my favourite football moment so far. Yeah. Yeah. So you've always sort of been into footy as a kid? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I was. um, I was always kicking the footy around, um, went to the... Went to a lot of Newtown matches. Mm-hmm. Dad would bring us on the weekends, um, but never really had the opportunity to play football. Mm. Just those one day a year that you'd get at school and you'd yeah. go out and play. That was about it. Yeah, the winter round robin. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know and that I, one. I frothed those days, so mm. I was like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot different as well because this way you actually get to build up your skills and – you're with a set of girls that you can actually train in the off-season and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's come a long way, mm. that's for sure. So I'm very happy to be able to play it now. Yeah, that yeah. is very exciting. Well, speaking of how we've come a long way, do you want to talk about your role as a coach? Yeah. yeah? So myself and Loie, well, Loie's the head coach of the under-18s, uh, Peninsula Sharks mm-hmm. side and I'm assistant coach helping her out there. Um, I haven't coached before so it's a bit interesting but um, I guess from my studies I, I, I'm a teacher or sports teacher so that kind of helps me in being able to instruct the girls what to do and what we're going to be doing over over training, but Loie's really good with how she plans out the trainings and um, shows the girls the right technique and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the girls are very excited for what's ahead of them? So the fact that there is progression now for them? Um, for, for the young girls, yeah. You see some young guns coming up through the ranks and it's pretty cool to see where they could where they could go compared to if when we were younger we didn't really have that mm. opportunity but it's really cool to see that they've got pathways to go these days yeah yeah and it's great to see peninsula sharks there as well because it's not only that that you have the opportunity for progression but you're able to stay at the same club essentially yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of um, a combination of the ballerine side. Mm-hmm. So you got Drysdale, <clears throat> um, I think it was Barman Heads, Ocean Grove and Port Arlington maybe. Yeah. So they've combined all them together to make the Sharks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it means that they don't have yeah. to, I guess, They don't have leave. to go... Yeah, they don't have to go all the way into Geelong mm. to find a club, which could potentially end up losing um, those kind of girls to a Geelong side mm. rather than one that's closer to home mm. if they were to come back and play senior. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's good to have a pathway into a, into a senior side if they wish to continue. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to your family and you talking about how your dad would take you to games and stuff so it was I guess really prevalent in your family to go and play football do you want to talk a little bit about them 
Um, so dad used to play footy for yeah. for Bano. Um, um so Bannockburn. Yeah, Bannockburn, yeah. yes. Um He played when I was like I wasn't really around then, but then he started supporting Newtown and he'd take me and my brothers to the game pretty much every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we were watching football all the time, but we'd always have a kick at halftime or after the game and then muck around in between times. But, yeah, I always just remember going to the footy and I just loved it with my bro- just mucking around with my brothers and other kids that were there. Yeah. Mm. And you have a connection to Drysdale Football Club, don't you? Yes, yes. My uh, great uncle Bull, um, mm-hmm. he used to play for Drysdale, but a lot of, everyone knows who Bull is. He's yeah. a legend, so yeah. Oh, do you want to maybe tell our listeners why he's a legend for those that don't know? No? Well, he's just a great person, you know. Okay. Very, very supportive. I, I remember when I was younger, he, he gave me a ball one time. I know that's not a very good story, <laughs> but um, it, it obviously meant a lot for you. Yeah, he gave me, he gave me one of his. I remember he gave me one of his old leather ball footballs, and he's just always been. How's footy going? Did he All sign that. it for you? No, he didn't <laughs> sign it for me. No, he's just a very generous person very Mm. yeah he's just awesome all right everyone take a break have a breather we're right into the episode eight of the hawks test podcast the second edition of the lady hawks um with laura taylor Coming up in the next few weeks, the third edition of the Lady Hawks will be with Stuart Craven, the senior Lady Hawks coach. Club legend, he's a life member of the club, a former player now, has turned his commitments to the Lady Hawks. He'll be coming up in the next few weeks. This is the Hawks Nest Podcast, Episode 8, Lady Hawks Part 2. HD coaches heading and calling. Let's go back to the show with Sarah and Laura. So moving forward into the present day, I guess. So do you want to tell us perhaps about your, fi- like your favourite moment, your favourite Lady Hawks moment in football? Um, well, definitely my favourite Lady Hawks moment would have been, I wasn't playing at the time, mm-hmm. but I was water running uh, and <laughs> getting very vocal because it was just such an intense semi-final match against mm-hmm. St Mary's. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just a great game to see. Everyone was just so fired up and hungry to win, mm. and it was it just seemed like a different side. Yeah, it was, and we ended up winning and getting to the grand final, and you know, everyone just gave hundred percent for the whole game, and it was awesome to see. Yeah. So where was that? Oh, that was at Port Arlington, their oval down there. Yeah. And it was quite a, it was actually quite a rainy day, so it was a bit bit scrappy, but Yeah. Pru um, actually talked about that game too. Yeah, yeah. 
seems you, to be the one thing that um, I guess stands out for a lot of people. Yeah. It's definitely not um, – yeah. Well, I you, guess it was a really good game. Yeah, yeah I played you had, it. You had a good game. Yeah. yeah. Did I? Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Did some good tackles and spoils and dished it off well. Oh, getting there. Getting there. <laughs> so, are there any other moments? Because you actually played for – you spoke a little bit about the cats, but not terribly that much. Do you want to sort of – Elaborate? S- yeah. Um, yeah, so – I guess I was fortunate enough to be selected in the in the Geelong VFL squad for mm-hmm. three years. Um, they have taught me so much that I owe them for what I know today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely developed a lot more as a as a player from having been in that program. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you want to know about Geelong? Well, maybe do you have a favourite moment from Geelong? Oh, that that would have been that, that game that I talked about earlier, mm. Geelong versus Carlton. Um, well, I guess another really awesome moment with the Cats would have been when we I played with them in a prelim to get into the grand final against mm-hmm. Collingwood. I can't remember. I think it was at Port Melbourne Oval. Um but it was quite a close game as well, and we ended up winning. So that was pretty special as well to be a part of that. Help help the team get in the in the grand final. Hmm. Yeah. So you were with them for three years, did you say? Uh yeah. So twenty seventeen to till last year, twenty nineteen. Oh. Are you yeah. hoping to play with them again? Uh look, it's not out of the out of the question. Maybe. See. Yeah, maybe actually for any, I don't know if we've got any listeners that are younger and trying to aspire to that. Do you want to maybe talk about the process a little bit about how to get in to the cats? Um, well, it might be a little bit different. different. <laughs> so how I, what happened with me was they held a, what's called a talent ID day. Mm-hmm. So heaps of like hundreds of girls signed up for mm. this talent ID day and they put you through um, different tests so you got the 2k time trial they did a, a like a acceleration test over mm. like 30 meters see how quickly you could um, speed up or accelerate I should say and I think they also had a vertical leap test as well and then between that you'd just do your normal skills so kicking handballing ground balls that kind of thing yeah yeah so that's how I got in I think in more recent years you've had to be maybe invited so if you Mm. perform well during local local season um you might get invited to yep. um, have a tryout. I yeah. guess that's good. It shows that it is progressing that much and that there are a lot of people that are getting involved, yeah. a lot of women. So that's really good to hear. Yes, yes. it is. It's certainly changed and it's um, progressing so quickly too, I reckon. Yeah, it's, yeah, in the last few years. Well, um, so when Geelong took over 
um, from North Geelong. Mm. Um, that's when the Geelong or Bar- AFL Barwon um, League started because it was only North Geelong um, representing like for female football. That was the mm. only team. Mm. So it's only been of recent years that we've actually got a Geelong-based competition or mm. else you'd have to be driving out to, I think we played in the goldfield, so like Ballarat yep. teams and that. Yeah, so you were playing against, and it wasn't just like the Ballarat teams, like people were coming from Sunbury, their teams were out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Drysdale yeah. was part of that too. So I think they oh, It's a lot of travel. 20, 2016 maybe, 2017? I, I can't remember when Drysdale was Yeah, made, and it's cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember playing a game out there and it was like, there was ice on the field. It was yep. it was fresh. <laughs> it was fresh. It was fresh. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's all good. Um, I'm just really lucky that we don't have that in local league, how we don't have to um, have all those tests. Because if Stewie had made me do that when I turned up, oh. I would definitely be like, mm. Oh, he does chuck out the 2K. Oh, sorry, the 2.2 kilometre yeah. test. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. I can see the practicality of it. Mm. Makes you want to get better. Yeah. And beat your last time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, just I'm glad he didn't do that on my first day and just be like, oh, you're not fit enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would never do that. <laughs> never. Mm. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about perhaps your pre- so goals and aspirations? Oh, um, well, last year in the grand final, that really hurt. So I guess my aspiration, I'd love to win a premiership. Do you want to elaborate on why it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it, it's my, besides my junior, um, my junior premiership that I won with Newtown, um, I'm yet to, yet to win one as a senior mm. and I just really like to win um yeah you I don't know, just want to win I just want to I just want to win with the girls um I don't know it's something that you have together you mm. know if you were to win what would be the song that would be playing in the background <laughs> if you were to win yep I don't know why this just popped into my head, but, you know, DJ Khaled, who's like, all I do is win, win. I don't know why that popped into my head. But that would be the one. I think so, yes. And then I'd just, I've just pictured, like, Melissa McCarthy. Have you – what's it called? There's a movie with her in it and she's, like, on a big gold eagle and that song's playing and there's confetti and she starts rapping. I don't know. Why wow, that popped into my head, but it Confetti and everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have to win so there can be confetti and DJ Khaled playing. Yeah. Okay, interesting. That what song interesting. would you choose? Oh, all I can think of is We Are The Champions by Queen. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, I'm like, that is so cliche. Yeah, that's why... That's why I did all I do is win. I guess, yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's good. 
Well, we haven't actually talked about. So, what team do you go for? Um, I go for Essendon. Mm. Yes, but I guess having played for Geelong, I also have a soft spot for them as well. I mm. like to see them do well. Um, but yeah, I'm a Essendon fan. Mm. Thanks to my dad, he brainwashed me as a child. I I know that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my dad did the same thing. Well, that's okay. Who's your team? Essendon. Oh, that's why that's Anzac right. days are very yeah. um, yes. Very vocal against Collingwood yes, supporters. We don't like Collingwood, so mm, mm-hmm. can understand that. Yes. Do you want to maybe? I'm just trying to think where what you'd like to talk about now. No, no. Oh, you're you're doing the talking here. Oh, I'm doing the talking. Okay, I have to. Any more questions? Yeah. Well, what was your favourite Essendon moment, perhaps? Um. Oh, well, this is a very memorable one. Um, so it's Anzac Day, 2009, Essendon are down by a couple of goals and mm. it's the last two minutes. Um, and they, David Zaharakis kicks the winning goal from 50 metre line with like 20 seconds, 10 seconds left of the game and wins – Wins them the game, so I think that's my favourite Essendon game. Fair, cool. so far, so far. Yes, it's just very thrilling to watch. You, there might be one next year, or yeah, that's it, or this year. Hmm. I do actually remember what I was going to ask. Yes. So with Essendon, do you know when they're going to have a women's team? They do have a VFL side at the mm-hmm. moment. And I believe they put in a proposal to get a side um, for, I think it's 2021, along with Hawthorne and I think Sydney. And I can't remember the other one, but yeah. Yeah, so it is definitely growing, which is really good. Do you think that they'll move this season at all? Um, I guess it just comes down to they need, like, more people. Yeah. So I think it'll take a little while for the league to get to that point. Yeah. Just because I know with, like, cricket, for instance, a lot of the BBL games, they had the women's open Mm. for the men's teams. And I know I was going for Renegades and... At one stage, women were doing so much better than the men, so yeah. there were a lot. There was a lot more excitement yeah, at the yeah. women's games than there was the yeah. men's. Um, well, like a lot of the 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 girls that play in the AFL also play in the, the VFL. VFL. Yeah, so you lose. Yeah, it makes it kind of hard for them to align the seasons at this point in time. But I guess that's a probably a goal for them in the future Mm. so would you say that that's one of the I guess struggles with women's league is that we're still needing to pick up numbers or yeah I I guess so and just the support behind it yeah do you think there's still a lot of stigma around female football well I can't really say no Mm. but 
it's probably getting better than what it used to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate perhaps on any struggles that you faced? With the like stigma in female football? Or? Um, p- personally, I haven't really had much. I just play it because I love it. Mm. But you see things online, um, nasty yeah. comments. Yeah derogatory comments um which is it's sad but yeah people can be mean so Mm. but you know hopefully it gets better with time and Mm. people get educated about it like women's football is very different from men's football Mm. you can't compare the two to be the same you know so yeah that's that's what i've seen so far i try to just if people are talking badly about it i kind of just drown it out don't listen to it because then i'll just get down about it yeah but if i yeah if i really if one of my friends was saying something i'd probably be like tell them to pull their heads in or something Yes. Yeah. I guess that's the only way that people are going to know, you know, to not talk badly about it, give it a chance. It's just because it's a bit different. It's not the same, like, stereotyping, you know. It's not generally a female thing to be doing. But yeah. Yeah. Stereotypically. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. But I guess being a bit more positive. Yes. So with um, the rise in AFLW and everything and we're getting a lot more role models. Yeah. You're actually someone's role model, aren't you? Or a few girls. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Oh, well, um, little Emma. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be someone's role model. I've got to be, yeah, well, I try my hardest to do the best I can at trainings and during games. And I know that Emma tries her little heart out too, so that's good to good to see. Yeah, I think I should probably point out for listeners that a lot of the Lady Hawks are very modest. So they are modest and they don't really talk about... Um, how great they actually are. <laughs> so we have a lot of awesome players, but they don't, yeah, realise, well, they do realise, they just don't talk about it and hype people up about it. But Laurie is actually a really good player and that's why she's someone's role model. You're pumping up my tyres here, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just you. We've got a lot of amazing players, but they're just, we're all, we're all so modest. You're an amazing player too, Sarah. Oh, I will be one day. <laughs> Not quite there yet. No, you are. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to touch on before we wrap things up? No. No, I think you've uh, covered it all. Fantastic. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening to the Hawk's Nest podcast. And thank you, Laura, for coming on board today and thank letting you. me interview you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hawks Nest podcast. Don't forget to like and share our podcast.